Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Finally starting to make sense. Um, and, man, as great as Domas is, as great as Mike Brown is, and Malik Monk is, De'Aaron Fox is the star of this movie. Yes. He's on the marquee outside. He is Michael B. Jordan <laughs> he is in this Michael movie. Michael B. Jordan. I mean, he's... He's the franchise, man. He's the franchise. He's got the history. You know, he's got the, the longevity. He's got the up and downs, like you just mentioned, with his career. And to see him get to this point where he is a dominant player in this league, a dominant player at his position. We asked the question earlier. We'll continue to ask it. Is he an all-NBA guy? Mm. I can't hey, – A. Just being real, I can't imagine 15 guys playing better than De'Aaron Fox this year. I can't imagine, what's that, six guards would be All-NBA. I can't imagine there's there's six guards playing better than him this year. He is a top five point guard in this game today. Mm-hmm. You could talk about right now, at this very moment, he may be top three. He may be top two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and he ain't guy. two, huh? Uh, Shout out Young Zell. Shout out Young Zell. Shout out Young Zell. I mean, um, De'Aaron Fox, what he's doing, he is absolutely the truth. And like I, I, I mentioned, and, and you talked about and co-signed as well, I think he understands this moment that he's at right now. He understands it. He's ready for it. He's ready. That's the biggest thing. He is ready for this moment. He's ready for everything that entails with being the franchise and trying to get this team somewhere they haven't been in almost twenty years. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough case with this stretch that he's having right now to say that this man is in the top uh, an All NBA player. And, um, and and look, and there's one guy that I was thinking about, and Michael in the chat says Morant, Luca, and Fox. De'Aaron's better than, than Morant right now. Mm. He is. And that doesn't mean Morant isn't bad or is bad or anything like that. He's better than him. I think he's better than SGA. Yeah, that that's always going to be that. So, like, all-star games or whatever. Like, that, we, we know what time it is with the all-star game. Now we really know what time it is with the all-star game after the you know couple weekends ago. That doesn't carry over to all NBA honors, man. Mm. It, it, it's it's really tough for me now. Now Oklahoma City, I think, is surpassing a lot of people's expectations. Mm. I heard Drapes say yesterday, um, and I, I don't know that I'd piece. I, I don't. I don't know that I'd caught this note before that that's the second youngest team in NBA history. Mm. Uh, second youngest only to last year's Oklahoma City team yeah. uh, as the youngest in NBA history. So this this team uh, obviously they're playing without Chet Holmgren. I think they're exceeding a lot of people's expectations. So it's not like they're awful, um, but when you're talking about the fifth 
15 best players in this league, I don't know that you can go to a team that's, you know, 20, 30 wins. And if you do, you probably got to earn it for more than a couple of years because I'm sure DeMarcus was all NBA. Mm-hmm. And this is a 20-win team his entire career, 20-something win team his entire career. But he didn't get it the first year. He deserved it. Right. And 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 I think it was I was listening to to our guy uh, Worldwide Woe because he did your favorite. He yeah, is my is my guy. He did like an emergency. He he does like a you know like a, a post NBA night recap or something like that. And I don't think he was gonna do it on Friday. And then the game happened, and he said, "I got to get in here. Like this is crazy." Then he was talking about De'Aaron Fox, and he had the I think the stat was. In three less games than the person in second place, I think he said De'Aaron has like a hundred more points than in clutch points. In the foot, okay, clutch points. Mm-hmm. In three less yeah. games. That, okay, that brings up another question, but I'm gonna let you finish. No, I'm finished. I'm here. Oh, what the hell is this clutch award that they're giving out at the end of the year, and what's the criteria for it? Because they're gonna have a lot of explaining to do. If De'Aaron Fox doesn't win this award. He has to get it. Like, this is the Jerry West Clutch Player of the Year. Is this just the national media's feel? (laughs) Or are we looking at numbers and saying there is no one better in the fourth quarter in these clutch moments than De'Aaron Fox? So, is is this another made-up thing where you just go off your feel and your guts and the the warm little fuzzies you get when you watch a particular player? Or is this about what De'Aaron Fox is doing in clutch moments in affecting his team's ability to win basketball games. Because that award right now is his. Absolutely. It's his and nobody else's. And it's it's done. There's nothing anybody can do in 20 games, in my opinion, that can snatch that award away from him. Period. And Tyler, Tyler's got the right one. He corrected me on that one. It was 30 less points or 30 more points in three less games mm. than the second guy. Still impressive. I mean, th- he's played three less games. I think Luka was the guy that was behind him. And he's got 30 more points in three less games in clutch. And clutch is defined as five minutes yep. game uh, within five, five or something yep. like that. So, uh, Forgive me. I normally have this pulled right up. But since you, you, know, you mentioned them, I, 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 I do want to be fair to the story. You said Luca was second. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks are 32 and 30. The Sacramento Kings are 35 and 25. Mm. Give me that clutch. <laughs> mm. Okay. I just, just pointing it no, out. I got it all wrong. It just was Jalen Brunson who was number two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. I was turned up. What you want me to do? Wasn't hearing things straight. Wasn't seeing things straight. I was turned all the way up. Well, that's a little bit different because the New York Knicks are 35 and 27. <laughs> it still ain't the Kings. Is there anything else that Kenny got wrong? <laughs> it still ain't the Kings. Kings, Kings still, hey, they still 10 games, 10 games over. DeMarcus Cousins, by the way, did make two uh, all-NBA second teams in 2015 and 2016. Mm. So he was so good at the end, it was impossible to ignore. And actually, that 2016 season finished in New Orleans, if my timeline is right, right? 
Wasn't that yes. the year he was traded? Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. No, that was the year before. I thought it was 16 because I thought the draft was 17. I thought De'Aaron's draft was 17. Yeah, so, right. Okay, so he yeah, he was traded. So I, th- I, I took that to mean he made it in 15 and 16. He was traded in the 16-17 season. Right, if the, right. If the, because yeah, yeah, De'Aaron right, and Boogie didn't right. play yep, together. So he yeah. was traded in February of 2017. Yeah. He was basically so good at the end, it was impossible to ignore. Mm. And De'Aaron has earned he's that. On that level. He, he's on that level right now where he's yeah. so good, it's impossible to ignore uh, what he's doing. And unlike Domas, who is just phenomenal, in uh, any other player here, uh, I mean, Harrison has certainly been here a long time, and he's carried a lot of weight, but Harrison has never been asked nor expected uh, to be this franchise's focal point. We've asked a lot of Harrison Barnes through the years, a lot. We've asked Harrison Barnes to probably be more than who he's ever been uh, as a basketball player, mm-hmm. at least since high school who he's been as a basketball player. But this whole story leading into the Sacramento Kings uh, clinching a playoff spot is about De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. It's about the fans in the city first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But when you when you when you when you dive into this team, it's De'Aaron, and he is the one who has had to to carry the weight of this as the the franchise. And why didn't this work? And he can't play with Tyrese, and he can't play with this player. He can't play with that player. How come he can't make any? How come he's not louder? How come he's not more vocal? How come he's not yelling? There's a picture on our tile screen right now that shows you. Yep, that 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 that, that man can yell now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's <laughs> back. My Aaron back. My guy has found his voice. <laughs> De'Aaron is back between what he did on Friday and you know that the, the Kentucky connection alley oop. Oh my God! Stop playing with him. Stop playing with him. That was nasty. And then yesterday. My man on the breakaway. Ooh. Oh, windmill me, D. Oh, D. Fox. Just quick. Windmill me. What? What did? What? What was he doing after that dunk? Oh, he's raising the roof. Still? Oh yeah, we raised the roof. We here. still do that? Yeah, well, we brought it back. It's kind of like a. This is a Harlem Heat. It's kind of like intro a, <laughs> drop. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> it's kind of like an ironic thing now. Oh, like the young kids. Like a ha ha. Yeah, like oh, making fun of ra- older people. Kind of like oh, I'm taking it back. We raising the roof. I was like, oh no, oh no. I think De'Aaron just did a dad thing. Like, what, what was going on here? He's back. And he kind of like half-ass did it too. Yeah. Like he did it, and then he was like, oh, "I ain't gonna do it." Remember, <laughs> remember a year ago, this guy refused to dunk. Oh yeah, just <laughs> and now crisp, he's just crisp. flying through the air every just night. just crisp little layup, just little laying, a little finger roll right there at the rim. This man. Now oh. he's now he's trying to he's he's trying to go shack on some of them backboards. <laughs> he was so disgusted with some of the people in the locker room. <laughs> 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 he was so disgusted. Imagine being so annoyed with someone you won't dunk. Literally, in hindsight, we're looking back. De'Aaron was literally like, "What the hell are we doing here?" <laughs> it makes. Ankle soreness, even funny. <laughs> Ankle soreness was already funny. Now it's way funnier. Just wait. Like, think about what that man has played through this year. Like, everything that that – it was a stretch. That dude could barely walk. He's, like, hobbling off the court. Yeah. Last year, oh, my ankle hurts, homie. You, 
My ankle hurts until further notice. Until further notice, and damn it. We said this last year. We'll say it again this year. Can't blame him. I, I don't blame him. Can't you know, him. you know, I'm like kind of rough on that usually, man. I'm a little rough on that usually, but I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to play with some of them dudes. I ain't either. doing nothing until this changes. <laughs> I'm not doing a damn thing. My ankle is bot. I heard a pop. <laughs> And playing. this is all allegedly. We don't know this. This is just, allegedly. Yeah, this, this is, is this our is all opinion. Our opinion. What we're thinking. We don't know if this actually happened. But if it did actually happen, we don't blame him. And thank you, because it worked. It, 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 <laughs> De'Aaron's ankles caught 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 Monty's attention. <laughs> all right, we'll we'll get this deal done. De'Aaron. Don't don't worry. Uh, and as Jordan Meeks says, Delo's ankles have seen every weather imaginable. <laughs> don't talk to him about ankle soreness. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> somebody somebody over the weekend, uh, one of my guys, he's a Laker homie of mine, was talking about the Kings and what they're doing. He's like, you know, you guys are good. Like, no shade. I'm not trying to disrespect, but I th- also think you guys are the, the healthiest team in the league. And Yeah, we don't need to apologize for that. And, and, well, we don't need to apologize, and I'm also going to say this. I think the Kings have dealt with injuries. Mm-hmm. Domas, I don't know where that ligament is in the thumb right now. <laughs> like he and he gutted it out. De'Aaron's yeah. been banged up a couple times. Nope. The difference between the Kings and everybody else in the league is the Kings don't load manage mm. and they play through their little injuries. Mm-hmm. They gut it out. They tough it out because they know they got a goal they're trying to reach. SGA, I, he could be really hurt, but they're saying soreness. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody sitting for ankle soreness with the Kings. Yeah, he don't know the trade deadline's passed. (laughs) This is about the time. He's like, buddy, this ain't work. This is about the time, though. This is about the time that SGA kind of goes away. Yeah, it kind of goes away. This is what OKC normally does. So You think they're going to do that, though? I don't think so. They shouldn't. He shouldn't want it to happen. He'll probably be playing on Tuesday. I expect him to play on Tuesday. But that's that's what what the Kings, they play through their little knickknacks. And they don't load manage, and they win. That's not they, they're not. I, I wonder they're not any less banged up than anybody else, in my opinion. I'm Probably. sure they go through little stuff all the time. We don't know what the hell was going on with uh, Keegan Murray with his thumb for for I, I don't know yeah. how long. He yeah. didn't say nothing. He, had, he his, didn't sit out. He his kept hand playing. was his hand was taped the exact same way Domas's was. Same way. It was never talked same about. Way. He kept playing. Um. I, that 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 raises another question uh, that I want to ask you. We'll talk more Kings basketball. We'll look at the rest of the league. We got James Ham uh, at the top of the two o'clock, uh, top of the three o'clock hour as well. Uh, phone lines remain open for you, baby. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. More ahead is Dilo and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No, no, no. Back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC. On ESPN 1320. 916-909-1320, if you want to get in on the phone lines, we, of course, uh, would love to hear from you. You can watch the show on YouTube.com slash ESPN1320, twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. Chatty House, great way uh, to take part in the show as well. So happy to see so many of you uh, in here today. Obviously, excitement uh, for the Sacramento Kings is sky high. So many things uh, went well for the Kings. Obviously, the historic 176-175 game against the Los Angeles Clippers on Friday uh, leading into just a good, nice win against the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> it's like you don't take wins for grant. Like every game matters right now. But it was really – they won a game. And it's like, hey, De'Aaron was great. But it was it's it's going to be hard to, you know, re- replicate the emotions uh, coming out of that one. It, it was going to be hard to replicate the emotions coming out of that one on Friday night, and I think everybody was hoping, I want to enjoy this Friday night win a little bit longer. If you're able to beat the Oklahoma City Thunder, we can hold on to it. That's exactly what they did. They're headed into a second matchup against OKC tomorrow. That's just part of the story, though. Mm. Part of the and, it, and it's the most important part. It's always going to be the most important part, especially when you're playing teams like the Los Angeles Clippers, who you're battling with here in the Western Conference. But Look across the rest of the conference in the league. Man, a lot of things went the Kings way yesterday. Yes. Or shoot, a lot of things went the Kings way the last couple of days. Yeah. And I'll admit I watched I had I had the Mavericks Lakers pulled up on the TV. I watched a good chunk of that. I was bored. I started walking around. I started cleaning. I looked up. Oh, oh that's cute. They cut the lead down. Hmm. Moving around. Oh. Oh, it's it's single digits. Hmm. It's down from twenty seven. All right. You've got my attention thinking, no way they're going to choke this lead away, but I want to see how this game finishes. The Lakers beat the Mavericks yesterday. Mm. That was incredible. And I think that was after that was after the Bucks beat the Suns. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was there, was, there was a little little bit of nostalgia for me uh yesterday cuz I always love this time of year because that's that's when we get the national TV, you know, mm-hmm. ABC. Yeah. Sunday game starting at 10 a.m. out here on the West Coast and, you know, 10 and 1 or 10 and 12 30 or whatever the case may be. And, you know, you wake up. Well, I've been up for a little while, but you, you go downstairs, you get things going, and that Bucks Suns game was on, and that was a good game. Yeah, that was it was a really, really good, good game, man. Yeah. Even without no Giannis, Giannis and KD. Um, the Suns, they were they were playing well. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Was is a, Drew Holiday on Devin Booker in those final oh, seconds. Goodness. That dude is man. nasty. Man, that was a heck of a game, man. So seeing that and then going into that Lakers Mavs game where the Mavs, I mean, they the Mavs, the Mavs, you know I talked about their ceiling. And their ceiling is still their ceiling. It's not the roof. It is there's no way they get to that ceiling. There's no way. They're not they're not good enough. They might be a play-in team, 
that might not make it. Now they have they have the weakest schedule in the in the league. So they're going to be in situations where they're just playing teams that they can overpower with but their offense. If they're a playing team, who's getting in? Mm, maybe New Orleans or Minnesota. You just won't. You just refuse to say the Warriors. Nah, it ain't happening with the Warriors. They're like half a game behind them right now, it's, as it stands right now. They still got to go on the road. All right. They ain't happening with the Warriors. Lost okay. Draymond too yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. So. I think they'll be a playing team. The Warriors will, and the Mavericks might hold on just off that's of that. What, well, that's, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like I they mean, might it, hold on. It was you it, Utah, Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe New, Minnesota, New Orleans, maybe, maybe Portland. No. Okay, Lake Show. No. Oklahoma City. No. That's it. No. Like in those teams, like those those teams, like those last three teams I just named. Uh, they're not getting to the top six. They're only two games back. They're not get, not not knowing like tiebreaker scenarios. Right. I don't think they're getting to the top six. No, and once again, like we always talk about, like there it's the amount of teams that have to that you have to climb, mm-hmm. and like the amount of things you need other. to go right. When yeah. you say the amount of teams, like it's the amount of scenarios that have to happen because you could win a game. Look, you you could win a game. But it could mean nothing because the three other teams in front of you won. Right. You could lose a game and they win one. And then that sets you back who knows how long because you haven't been able to win at a clip. And that's the most important part of this conversation Mm -hmm. that I feel like people lost during the All-Star break. You asking teams to win at a clip in which they have not won at this year, Mm -mm. thinking because, oh, it's the end of the year, they can magically do it. Right. It's not – it's just not going to happen with that many teams. Like it may happen with maybe the Lakers can magically do it. They've won three. Maybe in a row. they can get into the sixth spot. Maybe so. I look. I wasn't going to go that far, but they, maybe, I guess they could. Maybe, yeah, they could. Yeah, maybe we'll see what happens. But when you talk about the Mavs, like, not that I was like rooting for them. You know, I, Mavs, I, said, I hate the Mavs I'm sorry. as much as anybody. But I can't believe you. You said someone said that the Lakers wanted. The Sacramento Kings. I can't freaking believe that. It's your boy Winnowers. What was it? Three to one this year. Yeah, beat them down. A and, and, and 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 the one that they got was one thirty six, one thirty four. A gift. Can we check to see if Tony Brothers was reffing that game? <laughs> a gift. Now their their argument would be uh, no Anthony Davis and um, and LeBron at the same time. I think he might have played. I don't think they played both of them at all at the same time. It was either Anthony Davis or. Just him in Westbrook or just LeBron in Westbrook. But I don't care. Kings will backhand the Lakers all day this year. All day. Here, here's the deal. You can talk about your little Jared Vanderbilts and your, your Hachimoras, you know, and all this other stuff. The Lakers ain't keeping up with the Kings offensively. They ain't not going to score with them. They don't have enough good three-point shooting. They ain't got no three-point shooters outside of Austin Reeves. D'Lo can shoot a little bit. Thank you. You too. Um, the D-Lo can shoot a little bit. That's about it. You know, you're not going to. Well, I'm not going to say anything bad about D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> I'm not even. He's going to say nothing bad about that, man. Uh, I'm not even. He's a great ball player. True champion. He is. He's a winner. He's a winner. He gets that shot to drop. I ain't going to say nothing bad about that, man. I don't, I don't need that mojo coming back yeah. on us. So, man, Lakers, Lakers get in there. And if the Kings are still at three, they might not be at three. They might be a two. Mm, just about the only thing 
that didn't go the Kings way this weekend was Denver beating or Den, uh, Memphis beating Denver in Memphis on Saturday night. That game was over early too. Yeah, I think Memphis. Good. I don't. I didn't stick around to see um, what it was, but with like two minutes left to go in the in the second quarter, Denver had like thirty seven points. Mm-hmm. They couldn't make anything. This is bad shots left and right. Terrible. Now they made up trash. for it uh, yesterday night beating the Clippers. Um, man, it was it was a great weekend in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like a great weekend. It was a great time for the NBA to be like, okay, we're here. You get football's over. We'll take over from now. Yeah. And they had great games. Great games. Obviously, Friday, one of the greatest games of all time. Saturday night. Well, that's the thing. Phenomenal. Imagine if somebody had removed their head from their backside and listened to D'Lo and KC and put that Sacramento Kings, Los Angeles Clippers game. Imagine that game, the exact game that everybody was talking about happening on ESPN Mm. instead of the Thunder and the Suns. Oh, that game was so nasty. So nasty. But you had that game on Friday. You had Sixers Celtics, which was a great game on Saturday. And then you had three of the four. Well, I, get, I didn't watch the Warriors game. Really don't know why that was on ESPN anyway. But mm-hmm. um, you you had, I guess that game was close. So you had all four of the national TV games close. And then Dame goes for 71 in one of the games that was. Yeah. You know, the NBA was cooking. But let me can I bury the mask one more time real quick. Oh, of course. Is it, me. They got no rim protection. They play no defense and they got no rim protection. They had Luca guarding Anthony Davis on the last play of the game. Yeah, and there's a there's a fine line between not having any defensive at all and being able to scrap together defensive possessions. That's a team that I don't think can scrap together defensive possessions. No. That's a huge difference between Dallas and, and, and Sacramento. And this was the big thing after the trade that we talked about. We're all it's compelling to think about Kyrie and Luca from multiple aspects, whether it works, if it doesn't, is it a train wreck if it doesn't? Hmm. Uh, how can they make this work? But looking around at how much they gave up to acquire Kyrie Irving and how much that alters oh how much that alters the rest of their game is a completely different story. Did you hear or see? Get your boy. Get your boy. Okay, so I already know that you did. Yeah, get your boy. Jason Kidd had one of the (laughs) wildest post-game quotes I have ever seen from a head coach. Is it, I, I need I, I can't I can't paraphrase it. I have to get it directly. It <laughs> is it did you you had it on your your Twitter account, right? Yeah. Didn't you yeah. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go get because you you have to hear the quote. The quote I like had the quote. I didn't I don't have the audio. I got the No quote. no no. I, it, 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 it's, it's just a quote. I saw I saw it there this morning. I I'll I'll find it. It is one of the most insane things I've ever heard a coach say. <laughs> Ever. Am I overselling it? Here, here's what he says. <laughs> this, guy this, this is from Tim McMahon. This is Tim McMahon transcribing this. Jason Kidd, uh, following the loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm not the savior here. I'm not playing. I'm watching. Jason Kidd, uh, following the loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm not the savior here. I'm not playing. I'm watching. <laughs> Just like you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? 
I'm not the savior. <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm watching just like you guys. <laughs> Tim McMahon, I am no different than you. <laughs> Bruh. What's this guy talking about? What? That is amazing. And that's the guy that's supposed to lead them somewhere? <sighs> Please. Woo. Please. I, I know I, I know. I, everybody looks at, like, like retweets and quote tweets and all that stuff. I, I, one thing I do love about the new Twitter is the impression thing next to it. Yeah, yeah. 2.1 million impressions <laughs> on that tweet. Bruh. <laughs> Jason Kidd. Oh, Lord have mercy. Man, if, if there's a team that I want to play more than the Lakers in the playoffs or the Kings, it's the Dallas Mavericks. They would beat the brakes off Dallas. They would beat the brakes off them boys. Incredible. Oh, that's such he an incredible line. He said I'm watching line. just like you guys. What, what, can you imagine? You can you imagine Mike Brown sitting at the podium going, Chris Biederman, I'm just like you. James, <laughs> I'm just like you. What do y'all want from me? I'm just <laughs> like you guys. K- D-Lo, KC, I'm watching just like you. Just like you. Oh, I, this is uns. Uh, this is unnecessary. Yeah, that's strong Luke Walton vibes right there. I don't even think yeah. Luke, Luke did, never came close to saying something like that. Uh, uh, we can't, uh, we can't uh, put that on Luke. You're right. You're right. That That's <laughs> Jason Kidd and Jason Kidd alone. He's, he's a one of one. This is a great This is a great note from our man Carlos. Imagine the conversation with Mark Cuban after that tweet. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, you're right. I'll start paying you like a reporter rather than a head coach. Right. Tim, what do you make? Because that's what I'm paying Jason right. Kidd now because he's just like you. Right. That's a brother who's lost. He lost. He don't know what to do. He don't have no he, answers. He, that he, team he, ain't good enough. The old DMX say I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. <laughs> he, don't have no, he don't have no answers. That team is not good enough. How much of Dame 71 did you watch? I didn't see any of it. To be honest, I was um, – I was busy, I, so I didn't. See, but I followed along. Like I was on Twitter. I saw you have yeah. forty-one at the half. I saw yeah. the half-court shot. I followed along, so, but I, I didn't get a chance to watch any of the games. It's a big, big shocker. I was not busy, and I saw the the alert go out that Dame had had forty-one at the half. Mm. I tapped in. You admit? I mean, you you kind of know when you see something like that. It's probably not going to continue at that clip. Thirty and a half is really impressive. Uh, so it was it was fun to watch, and they were working to get him into that. That seventy threshold is such a exclusive mm. tier that we've seen someone enter twice mm. this season. The NBA <laughs> NBA is hitting different right now. <laughs> these 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 scores out there. The fact that we have two seventy point games in a single season, and not the goofy Devin Booker seventy point game. Now, not not to say like. And Dame, they were chasing it. Mm-hmm. Like he want, they, he it was clear was. they wanted the seventy. Yeah, uh, he wanted a career high, and then he wanted the seventy. Um, but it, it was it, it's not the same that the way you know Devin Booker went out there and got his seventy. But that that was it was it was it was fun to watch. And he honestly, <laughs> the game wasn't close. He looked gassed. He, he he was probably mentally and emotionally gassed, just trying to just give me, just give me above seventy. I need to man, get out of this game. I, I could I could believe it, man. That's a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of work. I mean, and he but it, it, you say that man, he was efficient. Yeah, 
Like, he was efficient in his scoring. I think he was perfect at the foul line. Mm. Um, Dame is Dame is special. Dame is one He's of the best we've ever scorer. seen, man. Yeah. He's, he, he has the distinction, honestly, of just being around in the Steph Curry yeah. era, which kind of – Hurts him. Yeah, hurts him a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if Dame would have came, you know, five years earlier or five years later, like – yeah, we'd be looking at him as one of the greats, which is what he is. Well, he you know he I mean? is, yeah, he, he is. But he'd stand gets, alone. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't exactly. stand alone because of the massive shadow that Steph cast mm-hmm. in in terms of that type of player. I mean, just running. Dame, Dame's all NBA. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just running through the guard guards in is my Steph head. Steph Curry all NBA. I mean, how? How many? There's a, there's a, a game total that's got to come into play yeah. here at some point, right? Missed a lot of games. I don't know the exact number of games that he's looking. He shouldn't he be reevaluated here any second? Yeah, probably sometime in the next day or two or today. Or I don't know. Shout out to Bonte, by the way. I saw I saw Bonte in a headlock by Hobbs. <laughs> yeah. Bonte always looking looking clean, man. Yeah, Bonte always that, looking sharp. He's played 38 games this year. Come on, man. That's 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 tough. It's tough to give an All NBA nod. Again, it's it's it, Steph Curry's an All NBA. Steph Curry is a Hall of Famer. Steph right. Curry is a one of one. That doesn't mean he's an All NBA player. Right. This and year. look, even when he plays this year, he's that's right. Yeah, he's I mean, up there in the MVP the way he performs. he's he's twenty nine point four points per game. Yeah, forty nine percent from the field, forty two percent from three. Come on, man. Jesus, this dude's mighty. Nuts. And then ninety two percent from the free throw line. When he plays, he's is. Yeah. But there's got to be a threshold to games. That yeah, he's he going to play. He's going to play fifty games this year. Like that's not enough. It's not enough. You miss thirty two games, and your team. Uh, once again, yeah, that's tough. You know, your team is scratching and clawing. Let me let me ask you this though, because I heard this question. Obviously, I heard this question because this is all everybody ever wants to talk about. Oh, is the Warriors and the Lakers? Who do you who do you trust more to end the season? The Warriors. Really? Yeah. Losing on the road and all, I trust the Warriors more than the Lakers. I do trust the Lakers more. I think the Lakers are a better team than the Warriors. I actually agree with that. I do. I I I, I think they are. But I also think the I think the Warriors are better coached. Can I pre- can I can I cheat a little bit? Sure. Give me Steph in a week. Can you give me Steph in a week? And 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 then I'll I'll tell you like I trust the Warriors more. Mm. If it starts becoming two weeks, if it starts stretching out into like the middle of March, then like no, like I can't. Um, and there's some weird conversations that have to like the Bob Meyer stuff is obviously a big question. Mm. Like, are they trading Jordan Poole? Like, what is this team mm. doing moving forward? Jordan Poole was supposed. This is this was supposed to be Jordan Poole's moment. Right. Um, I think the Lakers are a better team. I just I don't. I just can't. I don't trust them yet. Fair enough. To 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 make the run. I understand the the, the Warriors aren't very good. I understand the Warriors' record is. It just seems like one like of one of one. Like I I don't know that there's ever been a playoff team with a record like that. Uh, it, it just seems road, like the but. Warriors are. It's just one of those years. I mean, they can't keep people healthy. But they're still right there. So if it comes down to the final week or two of the season, mm-hmm. 
if if we if we change the question, we go to the final two weeks of the season. Steph's healthy, mm-hmm. or you know, however healthy he can be. Who do you trust then? Is it the still Lakers. the Lakers? Yeah, because I just think they're the better team. I mean, you got you got Wiggins. Who knows what's going on with that situation? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And then you got a guy like Jordan Poole. Who, you know, I like Jordan Poole, but he's erratic. You know, who knows what's going to happen with him? Clay Thompson. Clay. Clay is is, is an interesting dude. Clay, <laughs> interesting. Dude, he is. Man. Like some of the things I, mean, I see from Clay. Clay's. He, he's got to go right. Well, Draymond, you're saving money there. Clay's got to go. There, like I like I like Clay. Are a we lot. sure Draymond's not opting in? Like, are we a hundred percent sure no, Draymond's not, sure. not opting? Does in? Does he have that option? It, it, isn't it? I think it's a. I looked over like Jesse was there. <laughs> I think it's a. I think he has an opt. It, it's it's because the belief is he's going to opt out and sign a lengthier contract somewhere. Uh, if, well, I, no, I thought the, it was. The, the I reason, could be wrong. I, yeah, I, I, the reason I, I could, why I said that because there's no way he would opt out. If it was up to him, because he ain't, it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen for him. But maybe it is. But I, I said, I'd say, Clay, you see, did you see the, uh, I think it was our guy, Marcus Thompson. He tweeted out in, in the game on Friday, Jordan Poole went to go shoot a technical free throw. Yeah, bro, he's got a player option. Yeah, he'd be a fool not to. Uh, for 27.5. He'd be a fool to opt out of that. You going? Hey, if I was him, you gonna hey, have to trade me. Hey, that's clutch though. They'll have a deal. They'll 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 know. Shoot, they probably know now. Yeah, they, you know they do. If I was him, you have to trade me. <laughs> you know, we'll know what clutch knows if the end of the season gets here and Draymond goes. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you gonna have to move me. But I said I have to say, um, uh, there was a technical foul, and. Jordan Poole stepped up to the line to shoot it, and Clay stepped up to the line and told him get to the back of the bus. Mm. I'm like, I don't know, man. Trey or Trey Clay, he's he just seemed like an interesting cat. Like he, I, I don't, he's clearly not a bad teammate or anything. He's a he's a really good teammate, but Clay seems Clay seems about Clay, man. He seems about man. Let me let me let me get buckets. That seems to be like the the thing that matters the most. Let me get back to getting buckets and shooting, and that seems to be all that matters to him. His vibe is charming when they win. Is it just weird when they lose? That sounds about right. Like it's the stuff. Like I feel like the Warriors have a couple of guys where, and this you know you were talking about culture and Sacramento Kings earlier. I feel like the Warriors have a couple of guys who. You kind of put up with stuff with from them when you're winning, mm-hmm. but when you're not, it's just it doesn't work. Like it's it's not it's not cute, it's not mm-hmm. charming, it's annoying, it's frustrating. And Clay Thompson strikes me as one of those guys. Yeah, put it put it a hundred percent accuracy the way I look at it. Clay once again doesn't mean he's a bad guy. It's just no, it's just like everybody's personality. He's a yeah. I don't know what, like, quirky, he's just a different dude. Like, he always has been. But he was different when he was scoring 37 and a quarter uh, and they were winning championships. Mm He was the same exact dude then. He hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. It just looks different now. It looks different because they're not winning. His personality is exactly the same, and his skills are declining. 
Mm-hmm. So something has to stand out. And before, the winning, the play stood out over his personality. Now the play's diminished. The team's not where they should be. So his personality is what's standing above everything else. Mm-hmm. And when you rank them like that, it's like, oh, and, and, this dude again. And it's not <laughs> right. And it's not to his benefit that he's got one of the best teammates of all time around him. Like I looked at what happened in that technical situation. I don't think Steph would have done that. Now, it, Steph might have talked to him in a huddle mm-hmm. or in the locker room. I'm like, hey, young fella, don't, don't, do that. don't do that no more. You know the vibes. Don't do that. But Steph wouldn't have done that. And that just that was okay. a little off putting. I don't know. One more one more Warriors related question and we can get back to uh we can get back to the Kings, get back to the phone lines, do all of that stuff. Um would Jordan Poole be better somewhere else? At this point, yeah. Given like do you still believe in Jordan Poole as a player? I do. Given and, he has and, certain and limitations, but I think, I think a lot he's a really of good ball player. I think a lot of what we're seeing right now is because of that nonsense that happened with Draymond Green. One hundred percent. I don't think you can get over something like that, and I don't remember if it was Trista or Kyle, but one of them said you have to punch Draymond in the face in front of everyone, <laughs> like probably on national television, yeah. and then just call it even and see what happens the rest of the year. I'm not saying that's the right way to do it, but that's the only way I see this thing working out for anybody. Right. Um, I think that's a that's a that's something that everybody needs to move on from as quickly as possible. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty phone lines are open for you. A lot of people won money yesterday. I'll explain what we're talking about uh, when Dilo and Casey return here. James Ham, top of the three o'clock hour on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Dilo and Casey continues on ESPN 1320. Man, shout out to our guy, Charlie, uh, employee of the month, uh, Charlie, who's yes, in here uh, working for us, Some holding air things horns down. For Charlie again, man. Why, uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll let them fly. <laughs> while, while Jesse's at home not feeling well. But, of course, like a true radio person, Jesse can't truly separate from the show, so he's watching, making sure we're on there, making sure everything is still functioning yeah, without yeah. him here. And uh, he reminded me, it was actually him that said uh, Jordan Poole needs to punch Draymond in the face in front of everybody. <laughs> and that's the only way uh, that this can level out. Yeah. Um, or, and I'll, I'm happy to relay this message to, to Jordan, man, ankle soreness can work well, wonders. I'm telling you, bro. 
That ankle soreness is crazy. Ankle soreness can work wonders. Maybe so, that's what SGA's doing right now. You don't like what's going on. Ankle hurts. Yeah, but he missed the trade deadline. Like, bro, we, maybe he needs to be schooled on the timing of things. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, buddy, your ankle's got to get sore before the trade deadline. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, something that was pretty stupid. Uh, get, get, get a touch on one SGA Absolutely, thing. Yeah. The, the growth that this team has shown this year has, has got to be a positive for him. Because yeah. we worried, like, so what are you going to do? Just suck for another year? And, like, how is SGA going to take that? The fa- and even if the gross, growth is minimal, the fact that they've shown it, I think, is a positive for that team moving forward and, and more importantly, for SGA and his relationship. Well, he's got to look at it as, you know, I got some ball players now with me. Yeah. You know, I got, yeah. I got Giddy who can go. I got Jalen Williams who's looking really nice out there. Chet will be back. And we're going to have, you know, more first-round help on the way next year. Yeah, he got to feel great about that. Absolutely. Even with everything that's going on, they're still vying for some type of postseason award. So, so or postseason uh, appearance. Birth. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way SGA dresses. I just need to get that. I can't. I've tried. I've like, tried. I can't. I can't. It's it's, it's okay. I can't get on board. Sometimes I like, like the I coat. See where he's going. The All Star coat. I did like that. I, I like that. He tried I, to do. He channeled his magic. Oh yeah, that he was channeled good. his magic. That I was, see him working. I see him working. Um, something that I saw that was pretty stupid. Um, just came across the desk of. Was it stupider Kim than Jammer. that Lakers tweet you read earlier? Just ask. Okay. Just ask. Okay. Um, Eric Pincus. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. NBA uh huh. NBA guy. Yeah, NBA guy. He. I don't. Now the way this reads, I think maybe it might be an opinion. I don't know if he's talked to somebody. I'm not going to assume that he's talked to anybody. Okay. I'm going to just say this is something that maybe he discussed within his own circles, but says the NBA could reportedly implement a target score for overtime games per Eric Pincus quote that would prevent overlong broadcasts and overloading player minutes like no. the Los Angeles Clippers for Kawhi Leonard's playing 46 minutes no. in a double overtime loss to the Sacramento Kings on Friday. No, this is not the all-star game. No, man. That's what you play these regular season games for for moments like that. No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Stop it, Eric. You, you, you better than that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do better. Uh, Try again. Do better tomorrow. So the Sacramento Kings, as we've mentioned here today, are 35-25 and 25 on the season. Ten games over 500. And, partner, I'll give you this one. I'll, you don't have to bury Horowitz this joint. I'll do it for you. You said get to five games above 500. And if they do it, Man, I don't think they'll look back. They ain't going back. The team has not looked back since finally eclipsing <laughs> that five games above 500 mark. And now here they are uh, with 20-something games left in the season, uh, 20, uh, 10 games above uh, 500. And a lot of people over the course of the last couple of nights, I think, have won some money. Mm. We saw over-unders at the beginning of this whole thing set at, 33 and a half, I believe, is the oh, first one Trista brought to us. That's so quick, man. I'm so mad. 34 and a half is one that I know a lot in the chatty house got on. Uh, and I don't I don't know where it ended, uh, but I know those were some of the early numbers. And the runaway consensus was take that. <laughs> and if that is your your bag, uh, hopefully a lot of you did. As, as a matter of fact, if that's your bag, I know a lot of you did. Uh, because it reflected in some mentions and some DMs uh, <laughs> over the weekend. So that 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 35 wins uh, for the Sacramento Kings uh, made some people some money. I was so, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Tyler, they're right 34 now. and a half. <laughs> like, everybody was getting paid. Oh, 
Umar needs one more. He was at 35 and a half. Uh, good luck. Good luck, Umar. Good luck. You know, we're not going to put the cart before the, the horse. Yeah, but Damn cart. I, I remember, see, I guess it was just a rumor or something like that. But in July, when I was in Vegas, they had the, the over-under. It was like 32 and a half. I yeah, think. Nick got it. Yeah, and I was like, went to the MGM Grand. So where are the NBA futures? Mm-hmm. Where are they at? I got, I got a, a mortgage payment to put on this one. And I went on the little sheets. And, and not those regular people mortgages either. <laughs> that Kenny Caraway mortgages. Those payments hit different. <laughs> Don't listen to this guy. <laughs> and I said, man, where is it at? And all they had was future NBA championship thing officially on the book. I should have mm. put some money on that. Mm. So because they didn't have that, I had to settle – and this is just frustrating. I had to settle for 49ers Super Bowl odds, which oh. almost hit if Brock Purdy would have. What kept was the payoff album. for that? It's like a thousand dollars. I put a hundred to one at that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, speaking of bets, I guess are you are you going to talk about uh, Jake Paul and the 13th round? I am, man. I just I wasn't going to, but part of me wants to stick around. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gotta, curious. I got to talk about Jake Paul, man. And I'm curious. It may all be over. Well, all as soon as I saw that he lost, I was like, "I need to see what Bamani Jones is tweeting about." <laughs> and he was talking because what Bamani Jones asked the question, <laughs> "What if you lose?" And dude wouldn't answer it. He got like defensive and upset, and so I don't even know you. It was like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's a really good question. What happens to this whole thing if you lose? Bamani said, "I've interviewed uh, more high-profile people than you, sir." You're not the, the the highest name that I've ever interviewed. So yeah, we are gonna talk. We gonna talk about Jake. I guess we're um, gonna find out. But yeah, man, I wish I would have cut. Uh, uh, this is a team. Well, it's not your fault. You tried. I tried. You tried. I, I don't ready. know why it wasn't there. They were they were somewhere. I don't know where they were, but they were out. That damn MGM Grand. I love the MGM. Don't get it twisted. But that was a bad job by them. Yeah, no good. I'm sorry over, you didn't get in. On I went over there at that. about. 10 p.m. on that Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, many of you cashed out. Good for you. Uh, y'all deserve that bread. Uh, this from The Athletic. You mentioned winning a championship. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of our friend, whoever that person may be. We all have our suspicions that it's Miss P. Yeah, well, I mean, just making moves left and right. Drop that 10000 on the Kings <laughs> to win the championship? Yeah, the NBA's I just, just we <laughs> the Kings win a championship. I might be done watching the NBA. We we don't know. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> Our suspicion has always been that it was Miss P who dropped that money. <laughs> but I, you, you talk about it. It brings me to little barista <laughs> in the Athletic <laughs> in his power rankings, where he has the Sacramento Kings at seventh. Not only does he have them at seventh, mm-hmm. they're just behind Memphis in the brink of contention mm. category. Now, of course, little barista can't allow himself to do anything nice for Sacramento. He so never help him. So why can't he ever help himself? He leads off with, admittedly, I don't know if I truly believe. <laughs> why do you even need to put that? They're on the brink of contention. <laughs> I don't think they have the star power to truly contend, even as good as the Montez Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox have been this season. 
Although, if Fox is this just this kind of clutch player for the rest of time, then that assertion by me will look absurd in every way. With all that said, the West is so open, and the Kings' offense has been so unstoppable this season, so why couldn't they get to the conference finals and flirt with upsetting everybody? Mm. Kings still look rough defensively, but their historic offense has negated that. Well, I want to. Where do I start? I don't know. Where do I start? Almond Let's milk mocha, Ch- white chocolate cappuccino, whatever. whatever <laughs> white it? chocolate. It's all white chocolate mocha. A tall white chocolate Extra mocha. White chocolate. I hate. When you say that, that's the point. I, it I, just sounds weird. I, you have to understand when you say extra pump of white chocolate, it sounds weird. Well, I mean, yeah. Remember <laughs> who you're talking to, pal. <laughs> let, me, let me start. Let me start here. And I'm glad that he said it because I was thinking about this on Friday. When the 40, the 49ers, the Kings <laughs> um, up their record to one and oh when they score 175 or more points. Yeah. So if they can get to 175, you ain't beating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we always said. If you just <laughs> outscore their opponent, um, and the stat came out later, but we're we're looking at we, we need to recognize and respect that we're looking at one of the great offenses in in the last few years in this era of NBA basketball. And what's the stat that was going around following that juggernaut on Friday? The Kings have the highest net rating this season in the history of the NBA. Is it net rating or offensive rating? Might be offensive rating. It's definitely offensive rating. rating. I don't know. Like I told you, I was I I know, I know. I got you. I got you. It's (laughs) it's all right. I got you. But they yeah, in the history of the NBA. Now I did a little little research I think that changes every year because the way the game plays and all that other stuff. Sure. But still, it's the the best the NBA's ever seen. Right. And this offense. We are the greatest of all time is how I'm hearing this whole thing. I read time. the tweet and I was like, we are the greatest offense of all time. Like, there's no – what are we talking about? <laughs> this offense is one of them ones. It is the greatest show on court. It is seven seconds or less. Like, this offense, who knows if it lasts – as long as those those were over the course of a couple of seasons. But this offense is unstoppable. Yeah. It's unstoppable. You can't stop them for a consistent yeah, a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be respect. Like when we when we talk and we're gonna talk to James Hammond, it can't be, well, yeah, you know, this this offense is, you know, good. Oh, yeah. You can't do that in the playoffs. We ain't having it with James Ham today. Games. No, no we're we talking ain't. about one of the great <laughs> offenses. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.